everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dan and Joe Sports Show. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Joe. And Joe, we want to do a special segment where we talked about uh, the big trade that we had in the NBA with uh, Russell Westbrook uh, getting traded. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, there's been a lot of rumors that you know Russell Westbrook or James Harden or both of them might be moved you know, before the season starts in a couple weeks. And we saw the blockbuster news a couple hours ago that Russell Westbrook's been traded to the Washington Wizards in exchange for John Wall in a future first-round draft pick. A uh, couple of takeaways I had on the stand, you know, these are players that we've followed you know, for the last decade plus now with Wall and Westbrook. So that's one thing that kind of stands out to me about it. You, know, you get to know these players that have been in the league for a while. And so... When you see a boot teams, it makes headlines, especially a player like Russell Westbrook and his, you know, kind of polarizing uh, personality. I was surprised with the compensation that Houston got back in return. I think John Ball's an immense talent, would help him, but he has not played in the league in almost two years. He's coming off serious injuries, uh, Achilles tear, we know how that goes. And then they got a future first-round pick that is lottery protected or top 10 protected. So who knows what will that even amount to. So not really a big fan of what Houston got in return. I think it's a pretty good trade for Washington being in the Eastern Conference. I think that could work out pretty well for them to get them back to the playoffs. Um, but the other story is that John Wall will now be reunited with DeMarcus Cousins from his Kentucky days who recently signed the Houston Rockets, so that would be kind of interesting to Well, Joe, that's kind of an interesting team right there. I mean, Wall has been one of the better players in the NBA when he's been healthy. I mean, there were times with the Wizards where he had them as a team that won a series or two and wasn't that far away from making the NBA Finals, and of course, you remember what he did in Kentucky, but yeah, I mean, he has been active in the league for a long time due to his injuries. And I thought Westbrook did a pretty good job with the Rockets uh, last year and the year before. And I almost felt like with Harden, uh, Westbrook had gotten better about accepting his place as the number two scoring option and not trying to be the man, which is the biggest problem he had in the Thunder, and which is what I believe led uh, Kevin Durant to wanting to go to the Warriors to begin with. So it looks like what Westbrook has matured a little bit and, you know, now when he goes to the Wizards, he can be the number one guy. So we'll have to see if he can get that edge back. I'm sure he can. But I think that that probably is a better deal for the Wizards right now because especially with, you know, Russell Westbrook, I thought really kind of coming into his own with the Rockets and accepting his position as the number two scorer. Yeah, I mean, from the Rockets' standpoint, if you're going to trade Westbrook and only get John Wall back as compensation, I think you might as well go into a total rebuild at this point. Yeah, if you had coach Mike D'Antoni's out of town, um, I would probably trade James Harden as well at this point. See, or put him on, you know, put him in consideration, get some fillers out, see what you can get in return. He's really been on record saying he wants to go to the uh, Brooklyn Nets and join Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant for a super team in the Eastern Conference. I just don't think he's going to have any interest in playing on this team because without Westbrook, they have no shot at the championship. 
No, I mean, and Cousins was a, you know, has been a really top-notch inside player in the past, but Cousins is getting kind of old, and he hasn't been a real NBA All-Star caliber player now for at least four seasons, I feel like. So, I mean, bringing in Cousins is not really much of a starter for me either, and you're right. I mean, suddenly Harden goes from a team that was a middle-level playoff team for the Western Conference who always had the ability to jump up and beat some teams they weren't supposed to because of their scoring. So now a team that's probably going to struggle to make the playoffs. And so, yeah, I think that if you were going to make that move and get rid of Westbrook, I agree. They should have just gone ahead and got rid of Harden as well and just done a complete rebuild. Yeah, I think that's what you need to do at this point. But one final interesting tidbit I'll throw in about the reunion of Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. It's crazy how they were kind of the first two um, one-and-dones for Kentucky with John Calipari. And since then, there have been so many guys, but those were like the, the first two big names that joined him when he went to Kentucky. That's right, they were. And uh, I think they were the only one, you know, they were the ones to win a national championship, but they were the ones on the team that everyone thought would win the national championship. And then now Calipari is just going down the list of all the different players that you've had. You know, uh, Colley Stein, uh, of course, uh, you know, you go over to, to L.A. and you get uh, the Unibrow. I mean, it just goes on and on, all the different players that uh, have been pointed done now with Calipari. And some of this, right, right. Some of the better NBA players like Devin Booker weren't even that good in Kentucky. Like it's kind of hard to keep up with all these guys because there's so many Kentucky players now in the NBA that have gone through Calipari's program. And that's why Calipari can recruit the way he is right now because those guys know that if they go and play for Calipari for one season, then boom, they're going to be top five, top ten NBA draft pick if they do good enough. So his system has not yielded a lot of championships. It's yielded them one, but it definitely yields consistent success. Yeah, it was too bad for him, and also, I think, for um, people that want to follow college basketball, you know, we don't have that college baseball system where you stick around for three years, because then, you know, it would be easier to keep up with some of these guys' names. I feel like they're in and out so fast, it's just really hard to kind of, you know, follow their careers in Kentucky. It makes you kind of have to rebuild every single season. Well, and I really felt bad for Kentucky last season, because I thought they definitely had a team that could have won it all last year. That Kentucky team was really hitting it all cylinder at the end of the season. And I think they would have been a very tough out in the NCAA tournament. They would have been, but you know, come to think of it, I'd have to think for a minute before I could even name a player on that roster. Yeah, no, it was not a very star laden uh, roster. And in fact, it was old by, by Calipari Sanders. Wasn't a whole lot of freshmen on that team. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. And some of his better teams have always had a junior or a senior contributor. That's right. And uh, when we get back uh, on our next segment, we're going to do a locker room talk. It's one of our senior locker room talk segments, one of our very originals of Would You Rather. I want to thank all of our listeners, and uh, we'll be back in a locker room talk in just a few minutes. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> 